The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 66 of the Reinvent You podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you so much for joining me this week. As you all know, the holiday season is pretty much here. And in less than two weeks, many across the world will be celebrating Thanksgiving, followed by Christmas, and then bringing in the new year. And when you look at the ads, billboards, the commercials, to all the decoration in the stores and homes, to even family photos you see online, this time of year is often perceived as it being the most wonderful time of the year. However, I also know this to be very true as well. It could also mean that this time of year could stir up some emotional triggers, okay? Because for many of you who are listening, this time of the year can bring a level of sadness, right? Because maybe this is your first holiday since your breakup or your divorce. Maybe your children will be with the other parent or the holidays are split between the two of you. So the typical family structure has changed. Maybe this season could bring a level of loneliness because you all had certain family traditions that you once did, or maybe you feel left out because you see other couples, which can also bring a level of pressure to entertain someone just to fit in. Or maybe your ex is already with someone else. And if you're not in a relationship, it could magnify things, which can cause you to ask yourself questions such as why you're not in a relationship or how could they already be with someone? Not to mention, if you all have children, your kids will be around that new person that's in your previous partner's life. Not to mention that this time of the year can also bring a level of stress. Even though all of this could be happening right now, you actually might still feel very obligated to look and appear to be okay. You may feel obligated to act a certain way and or function as if nothing has taken place in your life because it's the holiday season and the expectation is for you to be happy because it's considered to be the most wonderful time of the year. When I say this, in no way I'm saying that you need to wallow in your hurt and just feel sorry for yourself. But what I am indicating is that you must take into account that things have changed. This doesn't mean that it's changed for the worse. It's just accepting that things will be different. And this may be a season where it's important for you to assess what this new normal looks like for you and make the adjustments necessary. Because sometimes when we are attempting to function a certain way to appear to be okay, we can actually cause more harm to ourselves mentally and emotionally due to the lack of attention that we're not giving to how we feel and what's going on around you. And so you're 
stressing yourself out more because maybe you still are attempting to move in the same exact manner that you once did before. And the reason why I wanted to discuss triggers on today's episode is because your triggers are valid, right? Your triggers are real and your triggers can take you to a certain emotional state, depending on what it is that's triggering you and the connection that it has with an experience. And these triggers can bring discomfort, anxiety, overwhelm, high levels of stress to even seasonal depression. And when you're in the recovery phase, paying attention and being mindful to your holiday triggers is necessary. Okay, because for many of you, you may still have very strong and intense emotions to all what's going on. As I stated earlier, your family structure has changed. You know, your kids may be splitting the holidays between the two of you. So the constant normalcy of things have altered, not to mention it, certain family situations that could be challenging around this time. You know, if I can keep it 100, all families aren't BFFs. Okay, and some of you or many of you um, have family issues And those issues are indeed real and extremely common. And this can be that time of the year that you are around certain people and your triggers are magnified due to being around those individuals. Because some of us have past experiences with people where issues aren't resolved. And these aren't just like cousins and like aunts. We're talking about people who gave you life. Okay, like your parents, Um, it could be your siblings. So this time of the year can bring emotions that we would rather keep buried. However, as a coach who's very keen on being in tune with those emotions, I encourage you all to be very proactive versus resisting or dreading this season because the holiday season comes every year. And when you decide to choose intelligently over how you manage this season, you're actually taking your power back. Okay, you are now self advocating for yourself, which empowers you as well as make decisions about your life. And what I wanted to do today, I wanted to give you four things on how you can intelligently manage your holiday triggers this season. Okay, so the first thing that you can do when managing your triggers intelligently is the first thing you can do is to prepare yourself. Okay, and when I say prepare yourself, this is when you must consider who and or what might trigger you during this time. Like for real, you you have to think what is it or who is it that could possibly activate those triggers? Who can push those buttons over the holiday season and make it more unpleasant than what it really needs to be? And when you prepare yourself in this way, it makes you proactive on how to properly handle yourself, manage others and navigate certain situations. Okay, because when you go into a place of preparation, you may have to set some healthy boundaries in place. Right. Maybe you need some go to coping mechanisms. Right. Like taking deep breaths or walking away to clear your head when you feel like something is going to start triggering you. Maybe you need to set time limits with people and even places that you go visit. So in other words, there may be parts of the holiday that you want to be around others. And then there may be other times that you would rather not be around. And preparing yourself helps you understand this. Or maybe there are just some things that need to be avoided altogether, right? Like there are some, there are certain places that need to be off limits right now. There may also be certain people that you may have to establish a distance with for now. And what this does is that this helps you not be reactive, Okay, because when you tend to be reactive, your emotions are driving you and you don't really make the best decisions in that moment. 
Okay. Like you can find yourself losing control where your emotions can get the best of you due to your current triggers. You can even find yourself doing things like spending more money that you will regret later because you are currently triggered. You can also turn to things such as alcohol to be your coping mechanism. Or you can also find yourself entertaining someone that truly doesn't need your time, neither do they need your energy, okay? So when you prepare, that's actually half the battle. So I want you to take into account the events, the people, the places, to even the situations that can or will take place and ask yourself, what is the best way to handle this in respect to everything that's going on in my life where I can manage the holidays in a way that is enjoyable to myself as well as those who I care about, okay? Because this isn't indicating, when I tell people to take into account, this isn't necessarily expecting the worst or even indicating the worst, but it's more so about being intentional. And when you become intentional, you do go into a level of preparation, Okay, so that's the first one. The first thing you need to do is to prepare yourself. Okay, the second thing that you need to do when managing your triggers intelligently is that you must manage your expectations. Okay, you must manage your expectations. When relationships dissolve, things do shift. Okay, and those shifts come in layers, right? From from where the kids may spend their time, to finances, to even traditions that are normally held. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that this is considered a bad shift, okay? This is implying that we must allow ourselves to create a new way of celebrating the holidays where it's enjoyable rather than stressful, okay? Because what happens is if you stay connected to what was, and how it's always been to what it currently isn't. You don't give yourself permission to create a new way. Therefore, staying attached to a previous way of doing things where it keeps you feeling like a failure because you're comparing your current to your past, which also hinders your ability to do anything differently, only for it to trigger you in ways that causes you to feel even worse. And when you decide to manage your expectations, You give yourself a level of grace and compassion over yourself. And what that does is that it it creates a different energy to place focus on what you can do and what you do have rather than what you can't do and what you don't have. When you decide to manage your expectations, you release the expectation of attempting to keep up with past traditions and start developing your own traditions. You allow yourself to be mindful of what you're committing to during this time because the holidays can be extremely demanding. And so what I want you to do, I want you to take into account your previous expectations that you could be unconsciously holding on to and ask yourself, how can I keep it simple in a way that isn't bringing a high level of stress? Okay, and and this is important. Um, You know, y'all know I love to be the example of stuff because I get it and I understand it. Um, It took me a minute to get to that point. Um, There was a time where I would still try to keep up 
with a certain lifestyle because, you know, I'm not going to lie, part of me felt guilty. And then some of it was ego because I wanted to prove that I can still do exactly the same things. And what happened was I, I lost quite a few jobs in that season. So my finances were different, but I didn't want to allow myself to see that. I still wanted to do in ways that my finances really couldn't allow. And it caused me more stress than what was needed. And when I learned to manage my expectations, it brought down my stress. And so even though that may not be your particular situation, but all I'm saying is that you do want to be mindful and careful on what you are expecting from yourself this season and ask yourself, am I keeping it simple or am I bringing myself more stress than what I need to bring? Okay. So that's the second one. The second one is to manage your expectations. Okay. Um, The third point or the third thing that you can do when managing your triggers this season is to implement a level of self-care. I talk about and stress the importance of self-care a lot. Um, This time of year can be very exhausting where it can truly suck the energy out of you, where you're being pulled in many directions, where it throws you off your schedule. And that also can result in making your self-care become less of a priority. Um, Previously in point number one, I discussed the importance of being prepared because that preparation also helps you be intentional about taking care of you. So putting yourself at the top of your list is still needed and extremely relevant during this time of the year. Rejuvenating your mind, your spirit and your body. It doesn't stop because it's the holiday season. So it's important to make sure that you're getting enough rest. It's important that you're getting up, exercising and moving your body. It's carving out some time to do something you enjoy or just to simply relax and not feel like your schedule has to be filled with so many events and activities to even going to different places to seeing to seeing certain people. I would also add that depending on where you are emotionally and mentally, I would recommend that you schedule an appointment with a therapist or even a coach during this time to talk through and help you navigate this season. That is a form of your self-care. You know, talking to someone such as a professional can can give you tools and, and give you ways on how you can um, embrace this time of the year. OK, and when you do these types of things, it helps prevent you from overly indulging or even becoming emotionally drained. So I, what I want you to do is take into account your time. And based upon the time, where are you on your calendar? Okay, that's the third one. Okay, that's the third one. The third one is in order to manage your triggers, implementing a level of self-care is still needed in this season. Okay, and this is my last and final point. This is point number four that I think is very, very important to do to help manage your triggers. Okay, the fourth one is, It's really important to acknowledging the love you do have and working on giving some of that love away. Okay, that's that's point number four. Um, It's easy to focus on what you don't have. That's easy to do. And when you stay fixed on what you don't have, you overlook what you do have. You compare yourself, which minimizes the love you do currently have in your life. Not to mention that you create more of a negative energy that makes you feel even worse. And in no way am I minimizing what all could be taking place in your life at this present moment. But here's something that I want you to know. 
you can easily make this season of your life become more of a cycle. Meaning that if you continuously place energy on what you don't have, what has happened to you and how life isn't fair, then I can assure you that it can become your new narrative. And you don't want that for yourself and your life. And it's in these uncertain seasons that we must choose to decide how we're going to get through it. And that's actually the power that you do hold. When you decide to change the lens of your life, you also change the perception, which also creates another view. And when you change that lens and place the focus on what you have, you start to become less concerned about what you don't have. And what I challenge you to do, this is what I challenge you to do. I challenge you to spend some time reflecting on the love that you do have in your life. Who is that person or who are those people that you love and love you back from your kids? It could be a friend. It could be a coworker. It could be um, one of your parents or both. It could be a family member, um, a sibling. I mean, no matter who that person is, I just want you to reflect on that person that loves you. And I also want you to let them know that you appreciate them and you love them too, okay? Another thing that I challenge you to do is I challenge you to take a few minutes daily and write down one to three things that you are grateful for that took place on that day. So every single day, you should be writing one to three things that you're grateful for and it actually should be different every single day. And when you do this, This actually helps you acknowledge the goodness in your life on a daily basis. And it also creates a positive emotional response. Um, Gratitude is one of is is very powerful. Um, And when we allow ourselves to hone in on what we have, we don't give our energy to what we don't. Okay, and so that's the fourth one. The fourth one is to acknowledge the love you do have. And work on giving some of that love away. So when you know that you've had some people in your life that you know love you, even if it's one person, you make sure that they know that you do. Okay. So that is it. That's really all I had to share. Um, the holiday season um, draws emotions for, for, for people differently. And um, one thing that I have definitely learned over my over the years is to decide how I want it to be, how I want it to look. And that's what I recommend that you do. I want you to decide because that is the power that you really do hold. Okay, and that is the power to choose. All right. For those who are interested, my next Thrive Cohort program will be starting in January. Okay, I only take a certain amount of ladies. So the enrollment number is very limited. However, if you know that one of those slots do belong to you, I highly recommend you join the waiting list today. By you signing up and being on the waiting list, you do get first dibs on scheduling a clarity call with me 
to see if you are a good fit for the program. Okay, so I will put down the link to join the waiting list in the show notes. Okay, also, please make sure that you are following me. My social media handles on Instagram and Facebook is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M-S-T-O-N-Y-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. Also, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive weekly notifications on when the podcast will drop and also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has helped you on your journey of healing and personal growth and development, I would definitely appreciate it if you went to iTunes and leave me a review. And last, and but definitely not least, share this information, okay? We share everything else. And if you know that this particular episode can be beneficial to someone you know, please pass it along and help them so that they can get through this holiday season intelligently, okay? Because this is how we grow. This is how we build. And this is how we thrive, all right? Thank you again for tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week. And I will see you next time. Thank you.